What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and today I'm here with first-time guest on the show, illustrator and comedian Maddie Boyer. She is very funny. It was the first time we ever had a conversation, so this was cool to sit down and get to know her a little bit more. Um, you know, I, I, only, I met her, I think, at a mic a while back, so it was cool to talk to her. I didn't know um, she was an artist and had been doing that, so we talked a little bit about that, got to know her a little bit better, and just you know, talked, talked comedy and kind of what's coming for you know, the future, because everything's kind of opening back up and returning to normal, so, real fun, um, go follow her at Madamations, is her art page, and also go to Mad, at Madboy Comedy, uh, for her comedy page on Instagram, um, she's gonna be at the XL show coming up soon, so if you're in Salinas and you wanna, you like this podcast, you think she's funny, you can come check her out at the Bricks and Beer Comedy Night, um, and also don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at I'm getting their pod, all one word, and make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast so that when new episodes drop, you can listen to them. I normally try to post every Monday or Tuesday. I was just pretty busy weekend. So sorry, it's a little late, but should be back on that Monday or Tuesday train soon. Um, if you can, if you're listening on Apple podcasts, please leave a review for the show and give the show some stars. Um, really appreciate that. I'm trying to build those up. Thank you to thank you to those that have done that. And also, if you're like Michael, how can I support the podcast? You know, more than just liking and subscribing and checking it out, you can actually donate to the podcast by hitting the tip jar link in the description, and that brings up either a one-time donation or if you want to become a recurring member of that donation. I think the lowest is a dollar a month. You have access to some private content, some solo episodes, some of my stand-up sets, and some uh, unedited raw episodes with people all on the private content page on Pinecast. So hit that link in the bio, go to the tip jar link, drop that donation if you can, if you want to, if you feel like supporting the show. It really means a lot. Everything that's, all the donations that I get go towards the podcast. Um, I'm putting it all back into the show, trying to make this, you know, a cool experience for everybody listening. So really appreciate it. Thank you so much for subscribing, listening, reviewing, and I hope you enjoy this episode with me. So yeah, I guess uh, where I kind of wanted to start off with is I heard about you or have seen you like through comedy in like the area, like when I've gone to San Jose to do like open mics and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I like looked you up online, the first thing that popped up was um, your art page, like your illustrator page. And I was like, whoa. And I didn't know, (laughs) I didn't know that you had, were doing that or had did anything like that. And so I kind of wanted to ask you like where... Like, I'm assuming you've been artistic, like, probably most of your life. Um, but I kind of want to know, like, how did it evolve to what you're, like, kind of doing right now? Like, like kind of doing stuff for people and, like, more doing, like, it looks like it's, like, a lot of, like, um, like, you're probably using, like, a digital medium or something to create some of this stuff. So I was just kind of curious, like, you know, how you got into that or, like, like, like did you go to school for it or, like, kind of how was that, like... Yeah, uh, I, um, I, lo- I I painted. My grandmother taught me how to paint when I was uh, very little. 
And then that evolved into how much I love cartoons. Um, so that was just drawing on paper and whatnot. I would just try to redraw Garfield or SpongeBob or whatever the best I could. And then I started learning line work and whatnot. Okay. Uh, when I went to college, I studied, um, I was all over the place. I went to like five different colleges because I just couldn't fi- like figure out what I wanted to do, what I was mm-hmm. good at. So I bounced around a lot. But um, I mainly studied art studio, which is a lot of like figure drawing and still lives. Uh, and then I also got my bachelor's in film. So that kind of helped with the, the animation aspect. Uh, then a few years ago, uh, I went to grad school. I moved out here for grad school in California um, to the Academy of Art. And uh, I spent a healthy year there and then couldn't afford it. So <laughs> I left um and now i'm just uh you know uh i've got the adobe the adobe products that's usually what i use uh um college was the time i decided to go to digital because that's where everyone else was doing digital you know okay the yeah. cartoons were in digital so i was like mm-hmm. oh, i wanted to do that um and i i had some advanced photography classes in my undergrad and so that's when i got photoshop and i found out i could draw on photoshop and i was like oh great <laughs> nice yeah that's cool like uh yeah i was looking through all the stuff i was like wow it's like you can see it looks like you have like different like you've gone through like different like it looks like themes or like kind of like uh periods of stuff like scrolling back um and it's it's just cool to see you know somebody that's like some it's also doing comedy too. have this other thing that they're like you know it's like what they're fully it seems like it's like your one of your main passions you know it's and it's some of the stuff you have on there is really cool looking and thank you it seems like you got to do like some cool like artwork for other podcasts and like and yeah. kind of comedy shows too so you kind of be able to bridge the gap between both worlds almost and that, i think that's kind of sick too thank uh, you. yeah i've gotten to meet a lot more people because of it oh like just because of the like commissioning and stuff yeah nice yeah a lot of san francisco comics i there's a lot of people that i've i've worked for but i've never met in person oh interesting like so, they just uh, found you online and like networked yeah. with you that way Mm-hmm. oh that's cool and then there i've gotten some sh- i've gotten on some shows because i did artwork for some people oh nice yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a nice little it's so nice to be able to because you know comedy and art kind of have the same um for me feeling where it's like well, if we're in the apocalypse, how useful is this skill? <laughs> you know, like who, what's a list really... of survival skills and, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so it, it's nice to be able to uh, take these two, not lesser skills, but just these creative skills and be able to actually get business from them. Mm-hmm. So how did you like, how did you start doing um, stand up? Like it was, did you do it before you? like got to california for grad school at all like were you kind yeah. of uh... i uh when i was in undergrad i um found out i had uh, a number of mental disorders so uh, one of them being a social anxiety disorder and i went to school in columbia missouri and there is a uh there was one open mic there at uh one of our local dive bars and i would go every tuesday and i would just sit and watch and i did that for about a year and then uh the week after graduation i went up for the first time okay and it was good you know i already had met a good amount of people there everyone was very supportive very sweet um and you know after that it's just addicting (laughs) right like yeah uh that first time yeah i i've heard i've heard a lot of stories of like 
after that first time, it's like you're like, oh, I got to get. I gotta yeah, I got to do this again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. So, yeah, it was just you're just trying to find other open mics in the area after that or. Well, that it was it was uh, Columbia really um, is like two, three hours away from St. Louis, two, three hours away from Kansas City. So like it's it's really like it's not out, like out here where it's like there, you can go to a bunch of open mics every night. It's mm-hmm. it's very just like uh, um, few and far in between. <laughs> so you uh, travel to a lot of them, or right. they're all kind of closer to the city area. I imagine. Yeah, like there's a couple more, but like you know, Bay Area is is so much busier than St. Louis. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like there's well, there's so many parts. Like I. I'm not from here either, so coming here, I realized, like, oh, there's, like, East Bay, there's, like, San Francisco. Where are you from? I'm from Washington State. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and I've lived here for coming up on, like, four years, actually, pretty soon. And oh, same! I'm still, yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, I feel like you're you're probably in a similar boat where you feel like you're still getting used to learning so much about the area, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and, yes. like, your knowledge of, like, who's where, and there's always, like, pockets of people and mics and shows, yeah, uh, it's and the more I talk to people on here too, the more I'm just like, wow, there's just like so many people trying to do comedy, and it's awesome because you just you just get to hear like like sometimes um, like I remember I think you were probably there too. I think it was last year. It was like the last open mic at uh, for Scotty Cafe. For I, was, I wasn't at the last one. I I only got to go. I think that was like my second or third time ever going to that mic, and. Mm-hmm. I remember looking in the list, it was like 85 people or something like that. <laughs> Insane. And I was like, I didn't even know there was many people out here like trying yeah. to do open mics. It That's felt wild. Like a, I kept saying it was like a union meeting, like a town hall meeting. <laughs> like they're all gathering. It's like the local <laughs> like the local groups. I don't know. Everyone was, giving their opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets his time on the mic. <laughs> Nothing gets better. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's like like union dudes are just like buying beers and stuff. I, I yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, were you? Did you try to do like you try to move to to Zoom at all when the pandemic hit? Were you trying to be active on Zoom at all, like doing the comedy um, shows there? Or uh, I had um, you know Adriana McCain. Yeah. Yeah, a talented comedian. Uh, she had her show, Okay So Like, on Zoom, and I did that a few times. Uh, honestly, her I did, and I did a couple other ones, but I, I mainly stuck to her show. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, uh, I I don't agree when people were like, "Oh, comedy's dead," because like mm-hmm. I, I felt like comedy never stopped. You know, comedy is uh, has so many genres and so many different types of ways of doing it that as long as you can adapt or try something new, you'll be fine. But like, I think stand-up comedy kind of stopped. Like I wouldn't compare zoom comedy with stand-up comedy. They're just too different. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can, you can do the same jokes and whatnot, but you have to really adapt to the new surroundings. But I think, uh, yeah. Like watching it. Oh, gone. I was gonna say like watching zoom comedy. Like it was, you could see how, something that they're trying to make it work like it would work on the on the stage and it, and it was funny but it was just a different like you're saying it's kind of it's different format it's almost like this it's just kind of like a little more like felt like it was more long form like there was more chances to tell stories and kind yeah. of like share experiences like i noticed the storytelling show that dna put on every thursday 
was also pretty cool because it that was able to continue and like a, and it felt like the similar to the way he had it at the the lab at least what I'm told you know it was like um, a cool show as well so yeah I mean I I did Adriana's show and, and and came to it and I thought it was I thought it was fun and I, I liked the other ones that were kind of more like improv shows and had mm-hmm. like a different angle to them on Zoom I thought that those were also cool uh, yeah because it was like you know that that format and the stand-up show worked sometimes but there was like you know there was only one or two of those you know it was there wasn't like a lot to go do or do or a lot to go be a part of you know it was yeah like- it was a tough one you know i will say uh, something impressive though is that like um i have people i have good friends that started out comedy in missouri and uh you know they they i have one buddy who um lives with their parents right now and uh they're in the middle of nowhere is the best way I can describe this area. It's very farm town. Um, but she got on a few Zoom shows with bigger name people that I've seen on Comedy Central because she was being so uh, persistent on the Zoom uh, comedy like pages mm-hmm. and Facebook things. And uh, that's more impressive than some of the people out here I've seen over the uh, shutdown. No offense. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I really saw... In, just people connecting you know um like she's in missouri on a show with people in california new york that's yeah it was cool that's really cool um there was another comic i had on here as well her name is emily page and she lives in i think new jersey and she was doing shows like in washington now here and doing uh all kinds of zoom shows and now you i've been following her social media it seems like she's gotten she wasn't doing comedy before the pandemic started doing it on zoom and then was able to get just start getting on like live shows and like being a part of her scene when yeah. the pandemic kind of so I thought that was like really cool to see somebody that started it on Zoom yeah. and was like had no experience of doing it like in front of people and then was kind of able to take at least what she had material wise on Zoom and kind of take it to the you know the open mics or shows yeah. and so I thought that was like a really interesting you know like scenario for somebody. So yeah. you don't hear about that a lot. <laughs> it was, uh, I was talking to another comedian because I've been doing live shows for like a couple months now, but um, uh, there was, I was talking to another comedian saying, uh, and they were saying that there's more uh, girls and female or feminine figures at the, uh, uh, at the mics right now. And there's like a theory that the, uh, the zoom comedy is starting to um, inspire more women to go out and do it, which I would fucking love. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, that would be super. And uh, I would assume it's because, um, you know, starting out in your home is a little uh, more comfortable than starting out as the only female in a bar of 40 dudes. But I'm hoping it, I hope it keeps going. Yeah. that's Yeah. Just the like how much more comfortable you feel saying things like being just kind of like in the space like sitting right here yeah even like yeah anybody you know like that's it that's interesting wow well i hope i hope that that's you know that's the case and that leads to more that'd be so great i would love that (laughs) there's so many like women in the bay area that are hilarious that like i feel like um you know i go to shows and mics and you feel like i always see a handful of like either the same kind of group um, or like, you know, somebody new that I haven't met yet. There's always, I don't know. It's cool. It's like, it's not just the same. Like, I feel like we meet a bunch of people. I don't know. I've never been in a yeah. different comedy scene, so I don't know if it's like, you know, more diverse or not other places, but it feel, I feel like you get a good, 
at least at the shows I go to, there's a good representation. Uh, I love the San Jose scene. It's my favorite scene. I've I've only been I've the most I know is like Santa Cruz is the most I've like been involved in. I haven't I need to go to Santa Cruz more. I've been wanting to go to Blue Lagoonies. Yeah, it's uh, actually what day is it? I'm going tomorrow. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's the first one uh, hmm. since oh, it's opening back up. I think it's every Tuesday now. Uh, oh, nice. But yeah, and I've there's some other mics too that I've been meaning to go to. I keep getting told I need to go to Woodham's Lounge. I haven't gone there yet. I've gone to Woodham's Lounge. Um, or uh, there's another one. I think it's called Off the Hook. Is another. Oh, I just went to Off up. the Hook the other week. That was nice. Was it fun? Yeah, for okay. sure. It cool. uh, it was still outside, which is okay, but the patio was um, uh, there were walls surrounding it, so the volume wasn't too bad. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they... I actually that was great. That was uh, the day I went. Um, there were four other female comedians there, which is ridiculous. <laughs> it blew my mind straight out of my head. <laughs> it was incredible. I told period jokes. They were well recepted. <laughs> it's a dream come true. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I've um, I've had uh, I've had some like times at the XL or the show that I run down here, mm-hmm. where um, I've booked like a couple like women comics on the show and they've like told me like, man, this is amazing. Like you need to, you know, like keep bringing, you know, more people. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like I'm trying to find like, like you're saying, I'm trying to find and like meet and book more comics to try and make it more, you know, so it's not just dudes. Cause it is like, it is even myself. I'm like, I don't even want to be the the host. The host of an all straight (laughs) white dude. (laughs) It's like, fuck. Like, and uh yeah i like take that into consideration too because you're like man you know like can't book like rick and tyler and john and myself and somebody it's like you can't have just (laughs) all the same guy like that's that's a joke that got told me the other day there's like a picture of me and a couple of the guys and somebody's like this is the same person in different fonts and i was like oh man the first show I, i got on when i came back was uh oh man I was one of two ladies. Uh, I I was I was the opener. She was the headliner, and it was like ten dudes in between us, and they were all straight white males, balding hoodies. Every single <laughs> one of them. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't change height. They didn't change color. They, like, they didn't. It was all the same person over and over and over again, and it was it was wild it was like i had done drugs terrible drugs awful drugs it's like you're at home depot in the paint <laughs> section and you just have like 10 of the same color palette you're like i just i want a different i want something different like it's i don't like want off white eggshell <laughs> tinted <all> beige <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's something too. Like, uh, I when I moved down here, I, I mean, I say this like I've said this before on the podcast. But when I moved down here, like, I got made fun of for being white, and I hadn't been made fun of for being white uh, as much, you know, like <laughs> as a kid, just like where I'm from, and like 
it it like made me stop and think like oh like that's true like shit I do that. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that wild? (laughs) Like when you hear stereotypes about white people, you're like, damn, like I, that is kind of me. It hits so weirdly close to home. When I found (laughs) out that white people don't season their food, I was like, everybody? (laughs) So it's not just my parents. It's, it's, that's our culture. That's our our culture. Chicken right out of the package, into the pan, no seasoning until it's white. And it exactly. looks like there's like this, this like this weird like foam texture that's like bubbling yes. off, and you're like, what is that? Grandma's specialty. Yeah. <laughs> and there's rice too, and you're like, why is there nothing in the rice either? You didn't you cook right, the rice with just thing. water? You didn't put only white in rice it. though. <laughs> and then it's yeah, and then it's the veggie pack where it's like those cubed yeah. carrots and the yeah. corn and the peas. And then you steam them. You don't yeah. get to cook them. You don't get to the fry them, saute them. You steam them to remind yourself how unhappy you are. <laughs> to remind yourself that you took you everything just, from everyone, so you deserve nothing. Uh, <laughs> and you just dip the chicken in some ranch like a fucking white-ass person does. Listen, I am from St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm not going to lie to you. There is a ranch restaurant. No way. What the fuck? Everything is covered in different types of ranch. Are you kidding me? That's real. I am not. And it was about to fail. And then BuzzFeed found it and showed every other white person in the country. And now it's still going. And there's no God. (laughs) No way. There's just a ranch restaurant. What's it called? Uh, I wish I knew here. I should probably. Ranch for your worries. I don't know. Ranch for your worries. Ranch, ranch St. Louis Ranch Restaurant. Twisted Ranch. Twisted Ranch. That's See, what it's called. That's, I'm almost, I wish it was Ranch for Your Feelings now. <laughs> Twisted Ranch is just such a bogus name. Oh my God. I've never <laughs> but been But that's there. amazing though. There's just, they put ranch on everything. Wow. Every, yeah, everything, everything has a ranch. Oh my God. They're, sorry, I'm looking up their menu. They have, I was going to uh, say, please read the menu to me. <laughs> oh, no, it's just, you see this? It's like, oh my God. it's like a Russian roulette of just ranch dressing. This looks like something Bob Ross should be holding. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross should be having a piece of fried chicken. He's like, today we're going to paint some mountains. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a fried chicken fucking. That's insane. Oh my god. I wonder if there's a ketchup restaurant like that. And there's like they have a rivalry. Oh my god, I hope so. I know that I was at a Fourth of July party yesterday and you know uh Ruben Nescabero? Yes. Um but uh he brought like four different types of uh ketchup mix with something like they're bottles oh. from mm-hmm. heinz yeah so there was these. like it's like ketchup and mayo and, and there's ketchup and ranch. <laughs> yeah Crar. it's a try really hard no, that's so funny though but the thing Crar. is he bought like multiple ones and they were all the same color like it was a clear bottle mm. and they were all like pink and I hate it. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> different. Happened. It's like what pink sauce do you want? You're like I want exactly. the crawler one. <laughs> they're like oh fuck. No, that's I've uh, I'm sad to say that I have gotten one before and it was because it was ketchup and the mayo crunch. and I was like mm. 
man, ketchup and mayo already mixed. I was like, that just seems so like efficient. Like if I want to make a <laughs> want to make a burger at home, I can just put that on it. I don't gotta like do both. Get out two bottles. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, where I we're going know. with everything. It's just gonna be at one bottle eventually. It's gonna be ketchup, <laughs> mustard, ranch, and mayonnaise with relish too. It's just gonna be called sauce. <laughs> the whole barbecue. The whole barbecue. Is just the whole barbecue in one bottle. <laughs> it's gonna be pink. Nobody can tell me why. <laughs> Isn't that what Thousand Island is anyway? Like, didn't we already do that? That's true. I think In and Out already patented that. Yeah. You guys, we well, just—that's why we're the best. We we did spread already. Like, it makes me think of uh, the peanut butter jelly in a in a jar. Do you remember those? It was just oh, half yeah. peanut butter, half jelly, and I don't think they sell them anymore. Mm-mm. I think people probably were getting sick. Or something. I don't know. That sounds right. <laughs> it, looked, it looked. Yeah, I never got it because I was just like, I don't. My Isn't that funny? I'll fridge. buy ketchup and mayo in a bottle together, but I won't buy peanut butter and jelly. In a, <laughs> like that's where I draw the line. I'm like, uh, that, that's too much. With fruit, I can't. But then mm. tomatoes are fruit too. So you, I, I don't. Need, I have no idea. I. Well, I yeah. As long as it goes in the fridge, it means it's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. Ranch. I'm still I'm still hung up on this ranch restaurant. I'm still thinking about it. I'm just like, do they have different types? Do they have like all the like do they have like they have ranch with like board. a hint of like So it's like LaCroix, but it's just ranch instead. It's like essence of Essence of lime ranch, essence of red pepper with it's like there's like ranch. Teriyaki aiolis. ranch. Yeah. Teriyaki ranch. Whoa. <laughs> You've got soy sauce That's ranch. dessert. It's teriyaki yeah. ranch, and it's just on the pineapple slice. Caesar like, ranch for when you're trying to feel healthy. <laughs> Put it on a little salad. <laughs> like, do you have a Caesar salad here? They're like, um, it's with ranch, though. <laughs> Can you imagine a person asking to not get ranch on something like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to ranch. <laughs> Dude. Why did you come here? My family really likes it. <laughs> but they hate me. They hate me. It's grandma's birthday. I'm dying with it's just every type of ranch. <laughs> oh my god. I was watching there was a TikTok trend a while ago where they would take like a ranch packet and pour it in a pickle jar. Did you see that? I did not. Oh, it was it would like really made me kind of go, I don't I don't know. Like I was watching all these videos. There was like, leave it overnight, and they came back, and the pickle jar is all different colored. It looks weird, and I'm like, I don't know about that. And then <laughs> some Just white girl pulls out. A, doesn't mean you could drink it. Yeah, some white girl pulls out like this, like pickle that's all has ranch all over it, seasoning still, and she eats it, and it's just like I don't know. What are we doing? I didn't see that. I saw that. This is gross. I saw the uh, um, you take a pomegranate. And you eat a bunch of, you eat like a ton of the seeds from the pomegranate. Don't do this unless you Google it, then you can do it. <laughs> you take a bunch of seeds from the pomegranate ranch and you eat them all. And uh, you poop out worms. <laughs> like, like there's like these little, uh, these little, little worms that chill out in your body and stuff like that. And apparently this kills them. But the chick that did it was just like, 
Uh, she didn't know what she was getting into, so she ate too many seeds, and then it was like two straight days. She just like didn't feel like eating, and she just couldn't stop pooping. Oh <laughs> it's just like she at the end she was like, "Yeah, I pooped out two worms." Uh, next time I'm gonna prepare. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah. That's so wow. Well, there you go, people. The podcast. <laughs> Fucking sorry. go eat a bunch of pomegranate seeds and shit yourself, and you'll all those worms inside. They'll come right out. Don't test me on poop stories. <laughs> <laughs> I love a poop story. <laughs> oh, dude, they're so funny. Oh they're man, so good. They're so relatable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. We were standing outside to pick your poison, and uh, oh, there, there, there was a comedian there. I forgot his name, but he was with his son, who was like eighteen, and uh, we were we were swapping poop stories. And uh, the son was looking at us like we were crazy. And I was like, you poor baby, get ready. Yeah. Get ready. Adulthood's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. And then you're going to be like, what's happening to my pants? That's what it all is. I was yeah. 18 and I was like, that'll never happen to me. Mm-mm. Yeah. I... One cup of coffee later. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the, the pandemic, especially really messed with me. Like, cause it's there, the bathroom capacities, like the amount of bathrooms you could use got really small you know because everything closed up yeah and uh i would be places and i would be like oh my god like where am i gonna go and it got i got really <laughs> anxious because i would be like i have to like <laughs> you, know, you <laughs> start to, to get, leave my body <laughs> yeah and you're like i don't want to do it somewhere bad or on myself like what do i do <laughs> and i just remember running down the street one time like sprinting because i just <laughs> had to go and like getting to the place and um somebody being in the bathroom stall the only one and just like like yes. i eventually asked the per- yes. i like i asked the person eventually go hey man like it's kind of emergency like it's okay like i, I hope you're not on your phone or something because i really need to like <laughs> i gotta do this <laughs> i was this. like please like can you Finish try to make your, your time quick yeah <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean, I don't normally ask, but like, it's, this is kind of a big deal. It's either that stall or this sink. Please help me. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, I was like, there's a garbage can right here. I might have to, I might just take the lid off. Might be bad. Sir, please. You don't know me. <laughs> yeah, we're strangers, but you need Today to hurry you will up. save my life. Yeah. I want to get it in the bowl, please. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a good human being. I'm just trying to make my goals today (laughs) yeah relatable oh this is uh yeah also i haven't told anybody this because it was embarrassing but also was timed perfectly i think it's the only time that you could ever have this happen to you and it would be okay Okay. i was at the drive-in show in santa cruz and okay. it was one of the times that it was pouring rain during the show. Mm, okay. And they had a little tent, and you did your set under this little tent, you know. And I really have to pee, but I'm up next. And I'm like, <laughs> part of me is like, everybody's out here, and they're in their car, so they're going to see me get out and go stand in the corner and pee. And I was like self-conscious about that. <laughs> so I'm in my car, and I'm like, maybe I have an empty bottle. Maybe I can just pee in the bottle. <laughs> but then also I'm in a parking lot full of cars. I'm like, they're going to see me trying to do this. And so I like position myself in a way in my seat, like up, like, and I'm like trying to piss in this bottle and I fucking miss at first a little bit. And I piss all over my leg, my pants and I still have to go up on stage. And I'm like, 
oh my god i just peed myself like literally peed myself and i have to do comedy and i'm like fuck and so i like finish trying to pee and get it in the rest of the bottle and then i get out of the car and it's raining so hard that i instantly start getting wet and i'm like okay I'm just going to say that if anybody asks me, I'll just be like, oh, you know, I leaned up against my car or something. Like, I just totally played it off, like, and, lied, and like, no one said anything about the whole, like, my whole leg was just fucking, like, wet. It looked like, I was Why just like. Why does this rain smell like urine? Yeah, I was just, and I just left after I was done. I was like, oh, my God. I got in my car, just, like, took my pants off. I was just like, this is horrible. <laughs> I just peed all, I was like, thank God I have my own mic. I was like, could you imagine trying to explain that to somebody like afterwards? Like, they're like, yeah, you, you do really your set and they're like, what this. is that? You're like, I peed. <laughs> well, so listen, I've, I think that is hilarious. That warms my comedy heart. <laughs> just fucking piss all over <laughs> If you ever decide to make it into a joke, let me know so I can be there to cheer and applaud. <laughs> It was fucking ridiculous. I ripped my pants before and had to go do a set, like, all the way open, yeah. Like, a lady was like this, because she could just see, like, like, my whole crotch. The whole time I was on stage, she's just, like, looking at me. I was trying, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't, I was like, I asked asked the host, he said that it wasn't a big, I was like, I don't know what to do. I I, I recently did, uh, I'm I'm being too adventurous with the outfits I'm wearing on stage. Because, like, you're on stage, you know? People are below you. They've got all the angles. So, like, I'm (laughs) like, oh, this skirt with a cut slit in it, that's great. You know, I'm at this outdoor show, and I've got this skirt that goes, like, the slit goes up to my hip. So, it's just like, there's, you know, (laughs) secrets. And I realize I'm about to flash people. So, uh, I turned it into a joke about how if you look into my vagina, you turn into stone. And that got a laugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it's good. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it works out. You're like, I'm watching you guys. Like, if yeah. you want to test it, fucking see. Yeah, don't test <laughs> me. Turn real fucking quick. Wouldn't that be so There's funny? No Some random dude in the back is just like. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. I told you. Everybody's like, shit. <laughs> That would be the worst. <laughs> yeah, that would really woman. kill the mood. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Every time I try to go to have sex, they just turn to stone. I don't, I get, don't it. get it. It's like the worst X-Men power. <laughs> My room's just full of all these statues of these dudes. I don't get it. They all look so Half-naked men. <laughs> It's just the guys holding just their pants. scared looking. <laughs> dick out. <laughs> just ha- all these half-hard dicks. I could absolutely sell tickets. This would absolutely... <laughs> I could sell these to the MoMA. Uh, <laughs> you just turn yeah. it into an... You just turn it into an art gallery. I'll allow people to take pictures of the statues. The families won't be very happy, but it oh. will delight me. <laughs> it looks like my yeah, it looks like my son that went missing. <laughs> it's a statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, holy shit. How could you get him to not be stone again? What would you do? How would you There is no way. There's, There's no too way. many men. <laughs> it's not enough art. <laughs> Save the art. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Turn them into statues. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good idea, though. Just statues of dudes where they look like they're like right on the brink of being excited about getting laid. And then <laughs> they're just being like, incredibly scared. Yeah. <laughs> just like just pants freeze. down. Just like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, I'd go to it. If somebody offered me a ticket to that, I'd be like, yeah. One guy has like a, yeah, one guy has a condom on. He's like putting it on. He's like frozen. Just... <laughs> one guy just started taking off his pants and looked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That would be. <laughs> the dog comes in. He's also stone. He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> You find a guy that's just okay, always wearing a blindfold. <laughs> he's like, he's like the only, he's like the only one that's okay. You're like, Father right. of my children. <laughs> like, he just. I love this. This is so stupid. His, his role model is Cyclops from X Men. He's like, dude, I'm just like fucking Scott, dude. I just can't ever take these glasses off. The world will end. <laughs> He leaves yeah. and he's, that's his only way he can get up. It's just always being blinded. Oh my god. No kink shaming on this program. No. <laughs> that's so funny though. Oh my god. Delightful. It's just <laughs> But back to peeing on yourself. I uh... <laughs> Yeah, I've had so many moments where I'm like, is this the day? Is this the day I'm going to piss myself or shit myself or vomit on stage? Like, I think about that so much. I think it's the anxiety disorder. Like, I was asking some other comedians, I was like, hey, you know, casual, do you guys have to fear poop before every set? And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, cool, just me. Just me. Awesome. (laughs) I always go and try to go pee before because I just don't want to have to do that or feel like I have to. It's smart. You got it's such an extra problem on the brain where it's just like, okay, remembering this, this, this. Also, my bladder is so full. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, if, at some point you're just gonna say it too. Like if you really yeah. have to, it's gonna become part of your act. Like you guys are really gonna pee. <laughs> <laughs> here's the truth. <laughs> yeah, here's the truth. I'm thinking about the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes good material comes out of that though. When you just kind yeah, that's of, true. You get away from what you have planned and you start just kind of addressing the you know, the environment or how you're feeling or something. I noticed. Yeah. You know, I, I've noticed that I'm getting way, like I, I was writing, jotting down ideas through the, uh, the pan or the shutdown, but it hasn't been until I've been like back on stage where I'm actually starting to really, uh, find a few things that are actually working that I wouldn't have thought of unless I was like in the moment. And it's, uh, it's nice. It's good. I'm so happy it's back. (laughs) Yeah. Same. It's, uh, yeah, it's cool to see, like, you're like, oh, shit, there's open mics. Like, I gotta go, I gotta, go, I gotta start going to open mics again. You're like, yeah. what? You're meet- like, my thing is I'm meeting up with people that just love stand-up comedy as much as I do, and it's just so fun to listen and just, uh, I don't know, share ideas and whatnot. Or to all stand together and just make fun of some stuff or, <laughs> or make each fun other. of somebody else. <laughs> all make fun of an audience member together. That's one of my favorite yeah, things. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> like, did you see that guy? You're like, yeah, the fucking guy the whole time. I couldn't stop. I wanted to say something. And you're like, 
what was he doing? What's wrong with him? You're like, I don't know. Maybe that's just how he is. Maybe that's just how that guy experiences life. And you just go on this hole. You build this like we just did with this, yeah. all these statue dudes that yeah. were, <laughs> yeah, it's just like building this whole like alternate reality of, of things. For sure. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I was uh, remembering um, since the shows I've been back on, there's like, you know, those like, you got those like stereotypical audience members. One of my favorite ones that I, I totally forgot about was, uh, I guess the woo girl, you know, she's the one that's just there for you, man. Mm -hmm. She loves your jokes. She is hype. She's a little too drunk, but she understands not to talk during the performance too much. So she'll just, she'll just jump onto the ends of your jokes and be like, yeah, vibrator. And you're like, all right. She's like, I got one of those at home. And you're like, yeah, (laughs) I bet you do. I bet you have several. Exactly. (laughs) Share it to the world. She is this little element of energy that's inspiring everybody else to also have a little bit of energy, which helps me out. (laughs) Yeah. She just wants to have a good time. That's the best. She wants to have a good time. Then there's the surly old man who, uh, whose wife, I guess, likes comedy. He doesn't know why he's there. He doesn't laugh. He doesn't move. He falls asleep at one point. He mm-hmm. is the star. He'll tell you a good set, even though he doesn't remember any of it or probably didn't pay attention. Like, <laughs> you guys are doing, you know, his wife's way too excited. He's kind of standing yeah. by the car, and she's just standing by us and just, I love every one of you. You guys are all beautiful <laughs> yeah. souls. The I'm, wife is the uh, best part. He makes eye contact accidentally and feels like he needs to say something. <laughs> she's like, I don't know how you guys do it. You're so brave. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just dude. so brave. Yeah. I fucking it's love like, that get shit. ready. We'll be back next time. Oh, my God. <laughs> honey, honey, we have to keep coming to this. And he's just like, dude, I... I was supposed to be I'm watching so, my show tonight. I'm 75 motherfuckers. Years old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know comedy. I don't she drank <laughs> alcohol now. Do you understand what tomorrow's gonna and tonight's gonna be like when we get home? She's gonna still be fucking all uppity up. and <laughs> Calling I'm gonna have to eat a I blue chew, dude. It's gonna be all bad. Classic. <laughs> it's like I gotta take my blood pressure first. God damn it. <laughs> love them i love it i love stand up i love the audience i love it i love different rooms i even i'm starting to get used to bombing unfortunately but uh god it feels good to not be um as mortified of it i just in my head i'm like when it happens you're like oh what did i what did i do that made you guys just go yeah no not not you today not you. What did at one point was it? Was it when I said, "Hey, what's up? How's it going?" Or was it like, <laughs> or was it the first joke? I always wonder when, because it's like you kind of—I don't know. I feel like you either get that first joke as a big one, or it's kind of like you're building, building. Yeah. But then sometimes, like with a bomb, it can just be like Immediate. you said hi to them, and they're like, "Yeah, but like the other guy, though, you know, the other person <laughs> before you," and you're I like, think "Yep." Like. A lot of elements to it, because like for me, I have to record everything, and I'm trying to. I need to save up for a better tripod, because uh, I think video tells a lot more than audio. Uh, yeah, even though, I agree with you. you know, you see, you s- everything can affect it. You know, like the layout of the room, the amount of people, the mood of the people. The uh, is there a ceiling? <laughs> is it windy? Like there's like mm-hmm. there's so many different um, ways and I guess the more you record and the more you see yourself you can see like oh this kind of energetic phrasing can happen in this room but to this room they're going to be way too like oh it's too much energy or you weren't giving any energy at all and you didn't realize it 
Like, my that's biggest what problem I is when video. I'm too scared. If I'm too scared, it reads, and then people are like, oh, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's like this game of tennis with just, like, entertainment, you know? Like, we get up there, but we need the audience to give us, like, anything so that we can bounce it back to them, you know? Yeah. Like, it starts well, we with us, feel, but it's, it's a... got to feel comfortable to... to it's like, you guys, I'm about to be this, like, exaggerated version of myself, and I'm going to be yeah. saying all this crazy shit that... I'm just trying it's to get just here to make you laugh. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I also feel annoyed sometimes. These are the same. There's these people existed. They've existed my whole life. They're the people in class that mm-hmm. they, they have a question, but they don't raise their hand or their order got wrong at the restaurant, but they don't tell the server. Yeah, they're the same kind of people that don't laugh because other people aren't laughing. And they're yeah. like they're scared to just be themselves and exist outwardly in in a fucking room. And those people bother the shit out of me because it's like they can like you can see the smile on their face and like the whole like they're getting it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you don't have to like suppress your whatever you're feeling right now because other people aren't doing it either. Like it's okay to laugh. Like I always I'm always that dude that has like a loud laugh that other people are looking over like what is this guy like what is this guy on you're like i have a loud laugh but i have to be in the mood you know i i um my thing is like i i i personally don't think it's ever the audience's fault you know Mm -hmm. like i i there's it's not about the audience it's about me giving them the story um but i will say that like i don't know i'm thinking of two things number one i went to this one concert one time um do you know toro imoy that sounds familiar. He's very good. He's very chill. You know, he's got a lot of chill music. Uh, we were at this concert and we were, you know, they're playing the music. We're just vibing and stuff. And uh, it's it's the next, uh, they're in a break between their next song. And a guy in the back yells, I know none of these dudes are uh, dancing, but you guys are doing great or something like that. And, uh, you know, the audience was just like, and then uh, the band member was just like, you know, we don't really care if people dance. We just we're just enjoying the vibe. We're just enjoying uh, the energy and the mood. It's okay. You don't really have to move your body that much. And like, uh, and that's kind of how I feel with like some like it helps when they laugh for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that absolutely feels good. But if I can make if I'm trying to if I see somebody who hasn't even cracked a smile the entire time and they crack a smile at my set, that's a big win for me. I don't know. Maybe not for my clip. Maybe not for the recording, but uh, <laughs> for my personal moment, I'm just like, I That's, got you. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I guess there is something to people just maybe that's not, you know, being loud or being laughing out loud in front of other people maybe is like a bigger deal. Um, yeah. The other are, thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You know, I was just <laughs> going to say like it. I was just going to say, yeah, it's like probably there's, you know, there's a lot, a lot of different personalities and stuff at a, at a show, you know, it, for sure. Makes sense. And uh, the other thing, too, was um, uh, I – so I like going to bigger comedy venues. You know, I'm a, I'm a comedy fan, first and foremost. But mm-hmm. uh, I hate being in the front. Can't stand it. And the reason why is because I've gone to a number of showcases now where these <laughs> – some Bay Area comedians really rely on crowd work. And uh, I hate that. I'm not really here to help you with your comedy. I'm just here to like space out and laugh when I go to comedy shows. So um, I've definitely been to a couple shows where they relied way too hard on crowd work and the crowd was just like, no, <laughs> no. I paid you just now. Please just <laughs> like they want they want material. 
Yeah. <coughs> so like I'm not I'm not the audience member that can really help out with crowd work. Yeah, and I feel like if there's a host also, that's you know, that's kind of like what the host should Yeah, like the host, the host do can that do that. Maybe you but can the play comedian, off of the, it's just like, yeah. You could play like off like a joke. I've done it like where I'd come up and like the host just had a really good joke about somebody in the crowd, so I try to have like one little thing to yeah. try and get to try and ride that, you know, momentum or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I see what you're saying. Like I think there's, I think we're you know everybody's figuring it out and we're all like, one of the things is like he, I I think everybody kind of goes through phases where they like I want to do this with comedy now and they try to work on doing that and that becomes their thing or like they're trying to really work on like a tight set so they're doing that set a lot yeah or they're I mean to be fair I I'm terrible at crowd work I, that's one of the main things I wanted to work on this year <laughs> but because there it's, is an important aspect to it I just like when I pay enough money it's just like you don't need to rely on callback or what or not callback but uh what the audience has to say we were at this one showcase for a big bigger venue and uh the comedian just kept calling on me and my buddy who are both comedians and uh he just kept not liking what we were saying and he kept calling back to us and it was just like no <laughs> i'm already paid too much money to be here <laughs> you're I'm, come on he was like i gotta win he was like yeah <laughs> So he's like, keep swinging and missing. He's like, I gotta, yes. I gotta hit it. I gotta get it's this. Like, there's like 400 of people here. <laughs> Look around. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's just my opinion. Though. Comedy's is subjective. And there's so many different, uh, like, there's so many different people just in like the mainstream, like people that are touring. You know, like there's so many pockets of like I don't. There's so many comics that I don't even know of that my friends like, and they send me, and I'm like, I never heard of this person, but they're doing. They have a special, and they have. It's just like crazy how you can get, like, you can become such a fan of some a type or like a, a, yeah. a certain group of people, and then you see that there's like all this other stuff out there. They, there's just a, it's a lot of good comedians out right now, especially because we're we're uh, seeing a. Sp- itty bitty spike but the start of a spike of big representation so that's really nice you know we've got uh more people who aren't born here doing comedy or mm-hmm. born in america you got more people that don't aren't typically the uh the the stereotype comedian you know yeah it's just you got a lot more variety one well, and like the what the people being like a little more independent in their abilities to get it out you know and, and like, yeah get it out and search and, for it too and like put video and stuff out yeah you can spend hours just watching people's sets online i think there was like a like a spike of comedy watching and stuff over the shutdown just because i think people wanted to laugh and i and then they were like uh there's not going to be a second season of tiger king or you know i mean what are they gonna do (laughs) just i mean i would watch like i would watch fucking joe exotic in jail just like I would watch the hell out of it, but what, what more know, can they tell? Have you seen the uh, the Ghost Adventures goes to Joe Exotic's zoo? No. What? You have to. What? You have to. It's Zach Baggins in the gang, oh and they god. have a. Oh my god, it's incredible! It's Wait, so where, they. When did this come out? What the fuck? How did I it know came that out about like uh, a little while ago? No, I'm um, it I'm... should be free somewhere now. It's been out, but I gotta um, check this, out. this sounds amazing. Oh my god, it's incredible. They talk to his dead boyfriend. Wow. They t- they talk to dead tigers. <laughs> Dude. Holy shit. The funniest did, did part they get that possessed I remember by dead tigers cuz if that would be No. 
there was this uh so you know in joe exotic there's that the hitman uh, i think his name is alan he's like oh, the, he's the, the guy that they hired to do it but then he was like nah. yeah the guy that looks like he should be in the walking dead yes yeah he's like <laughs> very intense looking but uh he looks like a biker but no like, he uh he told them he was like yeah my trailer's haunted so he tells he tells the guys the ghost adventure guys he's like my trailer's haunted and they were like oh okay can we do and uh it's probably just you bro <laughs> so, so, they, so they were like can we do an investigation and he was like sure come over tonight so uh they come over that night and the uh i don't know their names one of the squeamish ones went in and uh, immediately like screamed and ran away and they were like what's wrong what's wrong and he was like i thought there was just a tiger in the bed <laughs> but it turned out just to be the guy alan asleep in the middle of the room with the tv on so they do the investigation around this man sleeping <laughs> he's just asleep and then he's just asleep and snoring really loud so the the guy thought it was a tiger <laughs> that is that is too funny Oh. It's incredible. They turned, I have to tell you, Bart, they, they turned uh, Joe Exotic's house into just the stable for the horse. So they went in to uh, investigate um, with, because they were saying that the, the, the boyfriend had passed and his ghost was still hanging around. And they, they see a lot of it in the house and they go in the house and it's just covered in horse poop. And the horse has just destroyed this house. Oh my God. It is worth the watch i really recommend yeah, this one this sounds this sounds amazing i'm about it's to watch incredible. this later i yeah. love it so Holy much <laughs> shit. i'll have to get a little stoned and watch that, that I recommend it. oh my god <laughs> wow well this has been uh this has been a fun episode we've been going here for almost an hour now i want to oh, give great. you a chance here before we wrap up to kind of plug um anything you know any like plug your instagram all that stuff Anything sure. going on? Any shows? Oh yeah, I've got um, uh, I've got Mad Boy Comedy for Instagram, M A D B O Y C O M E D Y, uh, and then Madimations is M A D I T I. I just you know I have to redo it. <laughs> I gotta change that name. It's Madimations. If you find it, great. <laughs> um, that's my art. <laughs> And then uh, for shows, I'm going to be at Concord Tap House on July 13th. Oh, nice. And I will be in San Francisco somewhere <laughs> July 27th. Hell yeah. So find me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I think I'm doing the Tap House in August. I'm excited. Oh, that's nice. I'll come right. out. I live like right next door. Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's, I <clears throat> hit up Dave about it, and I was like, I didn't realize how far it was, and I was like, oh, yeah. oh, dude, yeah, totally. And then I was like, Concord. I was like, oh, holy shit. I was like, I've never been there, so I'm excited to go up there. I'm gonna like come hang out and stuff. I'm, and I, I like, I told my boss, I was like, yeah, the next day I'm gonna be, uh, I'm be coming in a little late, just because I'm gonna be driving from, <laughs> from Concord back down to like Monterey. Yeah, uh, so, it's. it's uh, but uh, I'm not, I, yeah, I I'm excited though, like. Any chance I get to do stuff that's like in the bay or like out of yeah. town like this, it's so much fun because it's like I don't know anything about the area most of the time, so I don't know the people at all. So it's like really interesting to get up there and just start going for it and like see yeah. if they see if they like me or see if they're like 
This fucking white kid, and you can shut the fuck up. <laughs> There's a, a fair amount of white male comedians out in this little area. I'll give, okay. I'll give it that. Okay. Uh, but you'll be good. Dave, the nice thing about Dave is he always uh, mixes up. Um, he's good about lineups. Nice. From what I've seen. Hell yeah. And he's <clears throat> yeah, he's he's uh, coming down here. Well, I'll, I'll talk to you come down here as well um, to oh, the neat. Selena show. I'm doing it. Uh, we just got, I think, okayed to do it in the basement again at the bar, which is like when I was doing yeah. before the pandemic. So it's that's excellent. Yeah, brick wall, low ceiling. It's like the perfect vibe. So yeah, love that. I'd awesome. love to come out and see your show. This yeah. was super fun. I was nervous about it at first, but uh, you were an excellent Same, host. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know her really at all. Yeah. And like, I've, I don't know. <laughs> I've done yeah, that a couple times. My jokes? <laughs> done that a couple times with guests where I'm like, Man, this is literally the first conversation, I think, besides like bumping in and being like, what's up? We're getting introduced by mutual friends. It's like most of the time, it's like the first time I've actually talked to somebody. Uh, So, yeah, I had a good time. Um, I'm glad that, you know, yeah, like I was I was kind of worried, too. I was like, I hope she doesn't think I'm like a fucking weirdo or like i hope this goes well you know i don't yeah uh, <laughs> no it went great i i've had a great time <laughs> i don't have to edit out too many awkward pauses so that's good oh that's good <laughs> i can awesome. only imagine <laughs> well yeah um so i'll uh let's see what day is it today this will probably come out next week so like the 12th or third so yeah it'll come out right before your show on the 13th oh fun um and then I meant to ask as well. I should have asked this in the beginning, um, but I record the Zoom uh, for the audio, and I only sure. use like a small portion of it sometimes for the clips. Like I only use like some of the video for the clips. Um, and I just want to ask you if that's okay before yeah. I, uh, if because I if not I'll just use like I have like those audio bar visualizers sometimes that I'll use instead. Um, but I just always want to ask before I, well, I, you know, I appreciate it. it I'm uh, more than fine with you using it. I'm mad at myself for not waking up in time for, <laughs> for my hair, but she's okay. <laughs> uh, and then if you want to as well, um, when I do the uh, episode post, I also do an Instagram post on the social media. Sure. Um, and so if you just want to send me like, I, I always ask because I don't want to just grab a, a photo off your Instagram. Yeah. But uh, if you just want to, like, send it to me in a DM or something before next week, um, and then I'll just use that photo in the post when I sure. post out the episode. I can do that. Sweet. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, it was fun. It was recording. great making your acquaintance. Yeah, same. And I'll hit you up <laughs> about my show. Um, I might have – I've been trying to – somebody might be backing out this month. So if you're available – the 31st yeah I have nothing um on. i'll hit you up and make sure that they're not able to um yeah but if they're not able to i would definitely want to get you on because uh it, it's like it's so much fun in the basement there like um I have i'm some really excited of, i, I have haven't some... i've only heard about monterey i haven't really uh um santa cruz and monterey i haven't really been over there yet okay yeah the the show is in kind of is in downtown salinas and it's like in the uh like the main downtown area and the crowd is like pretty rowdy. Like they're not rowdy. I don't, I don't like they're, they let you kind of say stuff that you wouldn't normally get a laugh at in like San Jose or San, you can be a little more like, uh, kind of like real or like you can be more rowdy with them, I guess. Dirty. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll hit you up about, I'll hit you up about that. I'll confirm like by tonight and I'll hit you up tomorrow and let you know for sure. 
Sure. Uh, and then, yeah, that would be amazing because, uh, yeah, like I was, and, and I think I have some pics on my IG too, like from the basement and stuff. Um, way back, I'll send you some. It's a good spot for clips as well. So, like you said, filming and stuff. Like it's. Oh, great! I'm working on a clip right now. It is like. <laughs> It's like catching magic. <laughs> it really is. It's so hard. And then you got to sit there and you're editing it and you're subtitling it and you're like, oh, man, you know, I hope this gets. I hope this be good. <laughs> this gets views, like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> when oh, somebody else views. shares it, you're like, yes, I did Thank it. You. <laughs> you're like Rocky. You're like, hey, Adrian. <laughs> and then it's your mom and you're like, oh. <laughs> The only comments you're getting on it from women that are like 67 and want you to reply now. <laughs> They're just my grandma's friends. They're like, I was tagged in this by Deborah, and I don't, I can't seem to figure out what it, is, how to play it. Do you know? <laughs> like Jesus Christ. You have to go over there and teach her how to play your video. <laughs> For sure. Oh man. Well, cool. Um, yeah, I'll let you know when I'm gonna post this and stuff, and then. Uh, I'll let you know about the show, too. Um, All right. Yeah, it was good talking good. to you today. It was great talking to you. I hope you have an excellent day. You too. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please make sure to like and subscribe on any platform you're on right now and head over to Instagram or Facebook. Give the page at I'm Getting There Pod a follow to continue to stay updated on this. And we'll see you next time.